Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Chapter 2 Born to Yeast, Bread to Kill. Exterior Cabin Night. Levin emerges from the cabin, the moonlight casting an eerie glow upon his battle worn figure. He glances back at the crunchy remains of the once-dreaded creamy portal, and then looks out into the surrounding woods. His gaze filled with a mix of determination and weariness. Have I bitten off more than I can chew? Have I glazed over what truly matters to me? The need, the need rises for a man to step out from the powder and chaff, to take on more than what any man can chew. I need to think deeply, doly, and for once in my life, seriously. Levin steals himself, looking inwards and wonders what he should do next. The cabin bakery needs its owner, and evil rises with or without him. Like a freshly kneaded doughy bread mix, Evil is formless, without shape, and sneaks into people's lives like raisins in a Christmas pudding, an evil in its own right. Leavened pauses. Leavened to himself. This fight ain't over. The bread mix may rest, but evil doesn't, and neither will I. Levin sets off into the darkness, his wry gun hand still at the ready. Despite the portal closing, his surroundings had been tainted. The forest was marked with a treacle of foul sweetness, seeping its way into the very roots of the wilderness around him. The trees whispered secrets. Recipes of evil white breads, comprised entirely of crust, a sourdough bread that is all sour unless dough, perhaps aptly named as sour sour. A baguette without a crunch, multigrain with a high GI. Canonically blasphemous recipes that bakers shudder to think on. And lastly, he swore on his flour-laden breath. A core corruption of the baker's delight. He swore he heard a baker's dozen that actually contained 13 rolls. The number of the yeast. Then silence. The wind softly carries an ominous tune. If bread could sing, this would be it. A feeling of unease seeps into Levin's mind, like a dollop of cream in a fat-free scone. Everyone knows it's bad for you, but who's going to complain about it? Levin endured the madness, hell. He couldn't help but almost desire it. Levin's footsteps echo through the night. As he ventures deeper into where the creamy portal last landed, a mixture of sourdough, cream, scone base, and copious amounts of cinnamon. No wonder those bloody carbo demons were so spicy to deal with. Demons? No respect for ingredients with a bite. No sense of balance. What can I expect? Those creatures always do too far. 
Exterior, woods. Nighttime. The dense forest closes in around Levend. The branches stretching like Baklavar fingers, threatening to ensnare him in their glazed ooze. Shadows dance and writhe, concealing unseen horrors. He thought he had sundered that Pavlova portal of cream, at least so he thought. Levin marched forward, undeterred, and completely unaware. Levin defiantly, You can't hide forever! I've faced worse crust than you, and I always come out on top. Suddenly, a demonic figure lunges from the underbrush, which has been altered into edge crust, a crust bush, i.e. an undercrust. Its razor-sharp claws with pavlova tips reach for Levin's throat in one swift motion. Like soft, sultry, unleavened dough, he raised both his shotgun hands and pulled the triggers, releasing a deafening blast that obliterates the bredesen. Levend, chuckling. <laughs> Looks like dinner just got served, and it ain't me. Levend focused, yet in disbelief at what was taking place. Had he or had he not actually destroyed the portal? Why are Bredites or Bredizens still here? Was that last little fart not a sign that his breadventure was over? On the crossrary, it had just bread gone. He continued his relentless march through the darkness, encountering twisted bready monstrosities, baguetto fiends, chibatadons, whole wheat hulkers, and cultic priests of the Chalanites, eldritch abredinations at every turn. With each encounter, his dual rygon hands leavened a symphony of bread is station, tearing through the unholy breadites with calculated precision. Exterior clearing, nighttime. Levin emerges into a moonlit clearing, the ground covered in ancient symbols. Symbols, although old, Levin could understand. Levin whispers, Do rye meal flower so Levin time? The sacred rhyme of bread and time. He senses a powerful presence, an embodiment of evil that he has come to confront. Drawn in, like bread dough to a whisk, then it rose on him, a thought that brioched his brain and whisked his mind. When he had rygunned the Pavlova punts out of that portal, it didn't stop it. He hadn't walloped the rise out of that demonite's channel. In fact, what had happened was... Brother Baguette enters the scene. Well, well, if it isn't my useless friend, Levin, do you know where you are? Do you actually know what you've done? Cream and custard, my friend. Cream and custard. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Yes. You cross-tacular-doofus, you've aided us in creating the cardinal dessert, cream and custard. 
irreality-bending concoction that co corrupts, not closes, the demonite portals once destroyed. An eldritch baker, or are you? More rather an eldered baker. Brother Baguette pauses for what appears to be an expected applause at first. Or at least a reaction. Brother Baguette gets neither. Levend, voice filled with determination. I've danced with the dead, battled breadites, and even fought my own possessed bread. But you, you're gonna wish you never crossed paths with Levend Breddington. From the darkness, a towering creature, a fusion of grotesque forms and twisted choco twirls rise. Levend hadn't seen it. So focused on Brother Baguette he was, that he hadn't noticed the shadow creeping up on him. Its eyes gleaming with caramel malice, Levin stands tall, gripping his Rygun hands, ready for the ultimate Levend do-down. Levend yelling, It's time to end this nightmare once and for all. The creature lunges at Levin. Its monstrous appendages swirling around Levin, tossing up chunks of thickened, spongy dough that was once earth into the air. But Levin, fueled by his unwavering resolve and drinking his patented oat milk tea, danced through the chaos, dodging with agility that defies reasons. Moving with the grace of pitter-pattering raisins from the sky, no one knew where he'd land, and sometimes neither did Levin. Levin moved like a man possessed, and that, my Bredetons, was in fact just the exact reason. For you see, the Eldritch Baker hid a dark secret. As much as he destroyed those a-bread-o-nations, he used that power to fuel his ability to do so. Ever since he fell into the oven of sacred dough, it was never the same. Part man, part blessed doe warrior, a bread o knight with the power to literally tear the wheat from the chaff and create baked goods that demigods would be jealous of. And just so, he reveled in the dangers of the damned and pulled upon the deities of doe and denizens of the darker crusts. Time slowed for leavened. The eclairs of acid drifting past him, tales of pumpernickel that would poison your blood and turned you into a writhing mass of dark rye, flew past him. Then he leapt straight onto the monster's stalk of solidified crust, blasting into his inner core. Passion had a new name and destruction had a new brother. Leavened Breddington tore into his monstrous body like a kid's piñata party. Liquid dough gushed out of the creature's spindled body parts of it unfurling as a rope being unwound. Cinnamon scrolls, scones from above fell like meteors upon his bruised body but leavened continued on in an unbashed, breadtastic show of glory. Leavened grinning, you may have tentacles but I have double barreled justice. The Rye shotguns unleashed their pallets of hardened raisins and 10-month out-of-date scones, both of which were practically indestructible. 
Unleashing a relentless dose lord, his shotgun hand blazed with unrelenting fury. Bread explosions cracked at clearing the creature's flesh, and Levin disappeared. Brother Baguette. Oh my. Seems like our Levin did bite off more than he could chew. Silence befell the chamber. Brother Baguette could feel laughter coming. Unbeknownst why, but committed to the fact that Levin deep-dived into a doughy death trap designed to destroy. The air was still. The creature was frozen. Pan to above the creature. A laser-like sound erupted from within the yeast of the beast, splitting it down the middle like a sourdough that was overcooked. Splatterings of cookie dough rained from above, and the cultic priest made his escape. Doing that all was lost, and everything was leavened to hell. Brother Baguette. One Baguette brother to another. The dough will rise, the yeast will yeast, and the will of the Brother Baguette shall... ...shall never have the last crust. It was over for now, but Levin has had his share of doughy destruction for one night. An overdose of chaos and mayhem, a price that Levin had to pay with rest. Writing in the spongy ground while thinking about Brother Baguette's sticking points, and the cultic priest was right. He had accidentally mixed the custard and cream of the dreaded glazed one. And what has been raised must be leavened, and he's the eldritch baker that will flatten out the air from their crust. The glazed ones had tricked leavened, however, and that portal he destroyed, the mixing of those two devilish delights, had warped leavened into a universe of madness and corrupted his reality. And he only knew one way to breach this. He needed a call to crust, a soldier of powder, and a bringer of Crustus. Grasping the bread Onomicon in one hand, he continues to write into the doughy black forest mud the symbols of Bread Eus, summoner of fine kilns and king of short bread mountain. Light shone brightly from the runes, and a god of undo-leavened power began to rise. Stay tuned for the next episode, episode 3 titled Evil Needs to Pay, Doeful Bread Guineas. Well listeners, another episode of our Hero Leavened, and boyo, I hope you enjoyed it. Today I amped up the heroism, cracked up the action, and slaughtered my way through sound effects. I hope you loved hearing it as much as I loved making it. I think next week I'll try my hand at finding out more about who the Eldritch Baker is and work on dialogue with the god Bredius, which will be a unique challenge. A massive thank you to my supporters that pushed me to my limits. Firstly, my Ode Night T Titan, the god tier supporter, a gift from the Bread Heavens. Your support matters style is like pulling out a fresh French brioche bun straight from out of the oven and deep breathing. Have you ever cooked your own bread, folks? That's what it's like to have such marvellous supporters. 
you wake up with the feeling of gratitude to have something that's wonderful in your life. So yes, I just liken my supporters to fresh bread, and for those who've smelt it, they'll know exactly that I'm not jesting, and I appreciate them immensely. Thank you, Star, you very special person, you, and thanks for being a legend and pal. Thanks, Meth. And to my white tea warlord, Lesnar of the Upper Crust, thank you, mate. Most of my sound effects, musical stings, were thanks to your support today. I really hope you enjoy the sound that made Levin to wield a laser bread gun to burst out of the monster's chest. That was an exclusive purchase thanks to your support. Cheers, man. Thank you immensely. As always, you are awesome. Also, a massive thank you to my old grey supporters and all other tiers. I'm lucky to have Chad Warren, Just Heather, Sunshine Days, Juicebox Andy, Peter Raffaele, Michelangelo Yacone, Divided by Zero, Leah Fassig, Alia Arcane, Paige Kramer, and Jane Gumnick. Thank you, you epically kind people. You can support me if you like on Patreon, which is www.patreon.com forward slash SFGT. And take a look around and see if you want to support me. No obligation, and I'm always grateful for any support that comes my way. Now, pour your tea, make it nice, ensure your flavoring is precise. Like a story, let it flow. Let the fables and tales take you home. It's these stories that bring us together. And old Ordu that remind us of how we've changed. Stay a while, have a listen. And as always, I hope to see you again. Have a fantastic week, you legends.